I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Bromance. Bromance. Hi, I'm chef, restaurant owner and music fan Paul Ainsworth and this is Knives, Forks and Tunes, the podcast where we ask the all-important questions. Dream dinner party menu, playlist and of course, who's invited. Every episode's cooking tips and party playlists are available in the show's description. My guest this week is cricket legend Ryan Sidebottom. Ryan is a former England international cricketer who played county cricket for Yorkshire and Nottinghamshire and retired in 2017 after two decades at the top of his game. Taking more than a thousand career wickets and a memorable test match hat-trick, he's the only player in the last 15 years to win five county championships and in 2008, Ryan was named England Player of the Year, Wisdom Cricketer of the Year and named in the ICC Test Team of the Year. In 2019, Ryan even tried his hand at dancing on ice alongside professional skater Brandy Malto. Ryan, welcome to Knives, Walks and Tunes, mate. Thank you very much, mate. I'll give you 20 quid now for that introduction. <laughs> Cheers. I know. That was a tongue twister. <laughs> I got through it. I, I'd have got confused. I don't even know what I had for yeah, breakfast. So. Easy for you to say. Ryan, listen, welcome. And Thank you so much. Uh, I'm, I'm loving, I've read through the guests and your menu and everything. Yeah, I'm looking forward like to it. it. Love it, love it. I got to ask you though, you know, I know in your, you know, like tennis with strawberries and you know cream and that cucumber sandwiches, cucumber sandwiches. Yeah, lots of hair gel. Yeah, I mean, we, I get constantly get ribbed about cucumber sandwiches. Do you still have cucumber sandwiches? And when it's raining, do you run off and have more cucumber sandwiches? And <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> Yeah, do, do you actually like them, dear? No, they're horrible. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty boring, isn't it? It bland? is. It just, <laughs> it's it's just not very appealing or appetising. If you've had a long day in the field, you need stodge. You need something yeah. big and hearty. Yeah. Not cucumber sandwiches, please, no. Do you know, even like as a chef, like when I heard of cucumbers, I always just thought it was like, I don't know, like a, a title, but I don't know, they're going to be loaded with ham or tuna. Tuna. Yeah. We... But it literally was... <laughs> Cucumber. Oh, with loads of salad cream or something <laughs> <Yeah>. like that. <laughs> You're totally right. Oh, oh, amazing. Now, dinner parties. Yes. Do you like them? Fan or love, not so much? Massive dinner party. Yeah. Uh, me and my wife, we love hosting, love entertaining. Uh, we have loads and loads of people around all the time. So, yes, we love dinner parties. Yeah. You can't go wrong with a dinner party, can you? Obviously, we've we've met today. You're here with your lovely wife, and just in the five minutes I've known your wife, I can imagine like dinner parties are a good laugh. They're a good laugh. <laughs> yeah, a good laugh. <laughs> Drunken night, lots of fun, and um, I, and I do get a word in at some stage, as yeah. you probably can imagine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think for everyone listening, so we've 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 met about ten minutes ago, haven't we? And we've just had the most amazing thing happen. We've just met Ed Sheeran, haven't we? we? Met Ed Sheeran, can we believe? Yeah, it? and just had a really really great chat with him, it which was... was so cool. Yes, well, we I can. say we um, had a chat. 
Like... <laughs> Who had a chat poll? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, so I want to get the measure of you. Yep, go ahead. I'm going to give you a couple of quick-fire questions. Lager or bitter? Lager. Coffee or tea? Has to be coffee. Sweet or savoury? <sighs> savoury. Savoury, right. Yeah. Okay. Now, anywhere you want in the world, where are we hosting this? I would have to say I've been very fortunate to travel the world with cricket and yeah. pre-season tours and tours with England. I would say New Zealand. Yeah. New Zealand was beautiful. The people are amazing. Yeah. Um, the food, very simplistic, but yeah. very, you know, on a plate, looks amazing. Um, and I love my wine. I'm a huge wine fan. So I'm going to have to say New Zealand. And I've been to Craggy Range, um, the winery, and there was a restaurant in there and it was it was to die for. So definitely New Zealand with my dinner guests. Out, Treat him. Are we outside, alfresco style? No, I think we need to be inside. Inside, yeah. Yeah, once we've had a few, you know, there'll yeah. be glass throwing and everything, so we need to be inside. We don't want to cause havoc, do we? No. Outside. No. If the there's any neighbours as well. So. Glass throwing. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Great. Okay. Right, so who are the guests? Well, I've got eight guests. Yeah. And my number one guest has to be Robbie Williams. Who you've just become really pally with. Well, Over in, in lockdown, I hear. Yes, we, um, a little bit of a story. Yeah. Um, me and the wife went to Winter Wonderland. Yeah. And um, the bouncers were in the big German kiosk area where it was all, all the entertainment was going to be. And we were saying, Who, who's on tonight? Who's on? And they were like, we can't tell you. We can't tell you. We're like, please, please, please. And over time they went, it's Robert. So we just we just piped down at the front, had a few drinks, waited for like three hours till he was going to come on. In the meantime, my wife decided to, why don't you um, direct message him on Instagram? Okay, yeah, go on then. And then 10 minutes later, my wife is running towards me in um, a very scary looking, arms throwing everywhere, everything all over the place. She goes, he's messaged you back. He said, you've got to come backstage. You've got to meet him. So we went backstage, met Robbie Williams, had a few photos with him, uh, swapped numbers, and then we played PlayStation during lockdown, golf. Golf and PlayStation. But then he racked me off. He racked me off because he says I'm too slow. Right. So <laughs> I thought that was a bit harsh, to be yeah. honest. But Robbie Williams, and also he's an entertainer, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. You know, he would sing the songs. He would keep you entertained. So Robbie Williams was was pretty much first on my on my list. Nice, nice. I love that. And who's next? Well, I've gone Graham Swan. Yeah. Um, England cricketer, um, Strictly Come Dancing. Yeah. Um, bit of a character, um, pretty much like my wife, never shuts up, constantly yeah. talking. And and he he loves having fun. Um, and again, I've got a very funny story in New Zealand, actually, yeah. of all places. Um, we went out one evening to a restaurant with, I think there was about five players with wives and girlfriends. And... At this time, we started playing something called credit card roulette. So at the end, you get your bill and the lads put their credit cards under a serviette and yeah. you get the waiter and waitress to pick one at a time and the last one in pays the bill. So What a, a great game. It were, oh, honestly, it's very, very nerve-wracking, let me tell yeah, you. When I, you <laughs> and especially a Yorkshireman, yeah. the tightest man ever. It's like, oh, my God, please don't let it be me. But on this specific occasion, you would not believe it. I had fillet steak. Graham Swan decided to put the whole fillet steak in his mouth and eat it. Right. So I was absolutely starving. But the waitress at the time saw this happen. So she felt sorry for me and everyone was laughing. They thought it was brilliant. And she brought me another one over. 
And as I was turning around to speak to friends and my wife at the time, um, Graham Swan put the next one in his mouth, the fillet steak, the whole just lot. The, just the whole thing? The whole thing. <laughs> so I was absolutely spewing. I was like, <laughs> and guess what? Credit card roulette. Who lost? Yeah. Me. £600 later, and I was absolutely starving. Oh, mate, that is... Yeah, when your luck's when your luck's in, it's in, isn't it? And, and normally I'm quite laid back as a character, but this was they were baiting me on the bus on the way back to the hotel, and they were all laughing their heads off, and they were like, "Oh, I'm really full, Ryan. Oh, this is." And I was like, Shh, "Wish you luck. Shut up." <laughs> and when he grabbed the fillet steak, like so just literally mouth wide open, got the whole mouth thing in. Mouth wide open, put the whole fillet steak in his mouth. I mean that. That does deserve some credit. It's a round of applause, actually, yes. isn't it? <laughs> but, and it was always going to be me then, wasn't it? Losing credit card roulette. Yeah. Yeah. It was written Brilliant. in the stars. How nice of the restaurant, though, to bring you a second one. Oh, bless yeah. her, yeah. yeah. But then oh, she sorry, was, bring Graham a second bring one. Bring Graham a second yeah. one. And then she was <laughs> laughing as well because she thought this, this was brilliant. Oh, amazing. So, Robbie Williams, Graham Swan, who's next? Well, I've gone Gordon Ramsay, Gino and Fred. Yeah. Because, you know, I love my food. I love, you know, now modern day, there's so many food programmes, isn't there? And they are just characters as well. I just want characters, you know, to have fun, enjoy myself and eat nice food. And plus, I am quite partial to getting naked like Gino. Yeah. Are you? Yeah, I am. I I do like dressing up. Yeah. Um, Being on Dancer on Ice, you know, dressing in all-in-one spandex and lycra and... Um, that's me. So Gino, definitely, he, he was on the list straight away. Yeah, yeah. So potentially, as the night goes on, you, Fred, yeah. Gino could be naked. Yeah, could sing a song in our yeah. G-strings or underpants yeah. or whatever we're, we're wearing at the time or wearing nothing. But Gino will be right up there, sing along with Robbie. Um, I just, yeah, you got a good, you got a good party happening here now. Right, Robbie Williams, Graham Swan, Gordon, Gino and Fred, who's next? Um, I've gone Scary Spice. Yeah, and, and, and possibly all the Spice Girls. And all the Spice let's Girls. Let's do it, because I think we welcome. should have a, yeah. But Mel B, she's a Yorkshire lass, isn't she? Yeah, so, yeah. you know, we've got to have a bit of Yorkshire in there, and, yeah. and she, she's she got the hair. Yeah. You know, she's a character, pretty broad Yorkshire woman. My family are very broad Yorkshire as well, so as you can tell with my um, wonderful P's and Q's and yeah. my gorgeous accent, um, Mel B has to be Melby. This uh, this is shaping up to be one hell of a night. This it's is going to be a serious yeah, party. Let me tell you, <laughs> there's no uh, there's no sleeping. There's no sleeping <laughs> here. Yeah, there's no uh, there's no kind of talking about politics and stuff here. Is there? This no, is definitely not. This is going out out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the next choice. This is a this is an interesting one. Yeah, I've gone for my mother in law. Right. That's how lovely. Well, I don't know if it's lovely or not. I mean, you've you've met my wife, haven't you, within yeah, 10 minutes? I just looked so you, at your wife. You can kind of gather what the mother-in-law is, is like. Um, likes to likes to talk. Likes to talk, likes yeah. to drink. Yeah. Um, bit of a character. And my introduction to my mother-in-law, we went to Lake District um, for Maddie to introduce me to meet my father-in-law and mother-in-law. Yeah. And Maddie was like, go over and talk to her, go over and talk to her. So I was like, right, what am I going to talk to my mother-in-law or future mother-in-law so about? So at this point, you've never, n- never, met, never before. met her before. Never right. met before. She didn't tell me that she tells it how it is. She's blunt, yeah. Um, yeah. always open and honest. Yeah. So I went over and I was thinking, what am I, I was really nervous. What am I going to say? So I was like, Mary, do you like gardening? No. That was it. No. So then I was like, right, what am I going to say now? 
So I said, Mary, I, I love gardening. Um, you know, I've always can I, wanted. Can, what made you ask gardening? I've no idea. It's just what you, came you, to you're me just nervous. I, I was so nervous. Yeah, yeah. And then, then I was like, right, what shall I say now? I was like, Mary, I've I've always wanted to go to the Chelsea Flower Show. Would you like to go? Because I can get tickets. No, thank you. That was it. That's all she said. Those three words. No, thank you. And no. I was like, right, where am I going to go now? So I literally just sat there and drank my pint and kept quiet. <laughs> I've been in them situations so many times. Because there is nowhere to go with stuff There's like that. There's nowhere is there? to go, is there, mate? No. No. And how, what's the... So... Obviously, you've invited her to this dream dinner party. I take it the relationship's gone. Well, she can blossomed. wash up. She can wash up. So, <laughs> <laughs> so after, after we've had lovely food and yeah. drink, she can she can wash the dishes. Have um, you have you exchanged more words since? Oh, lots. I mean, when I was on Dance and Ice, she she came down one week, and again, Maddie failed to tell me that she gets intoxicated quite quickly. Yeah. And after the show had finished, I got back to the hotel, and she was she was pretty lathered at the time. Let me tell you. And she was going on about, oh, I, her from Coronation Street, Jane Danson, oh, she's wonderful. I, I love her so much. She's, she's lovely, isn't she? Well, five minutes later, we were invited over with Brian McFadden and, and Jane was sat there. And my mother-in-law was sat next to Jane Danson. Two minutes later, she turned around and went, who are you? What do you do? <laughs> it's like, right, and I just wanted a deep, dark hole to swallow me up. <laughs> and th and then she was like saying to Brian McFadden, oh, I, I loved you in Boyzone. You were brilliant in Boyzone. You were amazing. And and this was going on the whole night. So there you go. I've got to invite my mother-in-law because she would just get the party started. Yeah, yeah. That is what you call a social assassin. <laughs> or a social hand grenade, whichever yeah. way you want to put it. <laughs> that is definitely going to make for a great night. <laughs> And your last guest. Yes, I've gone Keith Lemon. Fantastic. Again, Keith Lemon with Mel B. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. And I just think it's a, just a great. Just massive, it's massive, massive personality. Eight people. And, you know, I've, we do love entertaining. I've always loved entertaining. Growing up, you know, with my grandparents who, you know, on a Sunday, you'd have your Sunday roast and you'd have all the family aunties and uncles that all come round and, and, you know, I enjoy entertaining. I love having people around. There's yeah. nothing better. I can I can imagine. I can see you're uh, very very sociable. Yes, correct. Yeah. Right. Let's get down to the to the business end of things. Starter, what are we having? By the way, I'm in the kitchen. Yes, doing this for you, oh, and I'll do the I'll do the best I can and make this a party to remember. Brilliant. Well, in my head, I was like thinking, can we not, instead of Padstoke or Padstein, yeah. Yeah. can we not have Pads, Padsworth? Let's get I'm, it trending. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, not saying, I'm not saying anything. I mean, obviously, Ryan, I, I, I like where you're going. Yeah. But uh, I'm, yeah, I've remained... It's time for new blood, I think. It's time. <laughs> <laughs> this ingredient that you've picked is sensational. Yes. It's, it's, in, my, it's in my top five. Yeah, of all time. I would so, uh, say so as well. Yeah, absolutely. Do you tell us what it is. Yep. So I've gone scallops. Fantastic. Love, love scallops. You yeah. know, again, traveling the world. You know, have lots of seafood. Yeah. And scallops for me are just delightful, cooked to perfection. They are so yeah. tasty. They're yeah. delicious. The, the you know the thing with scallops is 
what always just blows me away is like when I started working for Gordon, it was that was this the biggest eye opener was just seeing the best produce in the world coming into the kitchen, and I'd never seen scallops like these. They were coming from Scotland, and you just look at this this one shell. And to get to that sort of size when you're sort of getting to what we call like a large XL size, it's like anything from seven to nine years. That's just one. Wow. And they're, I mean, and, and they're all, stuff in- yeah, they're, and they're, they're hand dived. So, they're, you know, you don't get the scallops, uh, you know, that get dragged along the bottom in the nets. Go for the hand dive ones. And they're just, I just find them just the most fascinating, fascinating ingredient from mother nature perspective but also whether they're raw whether they're cooked they're they're fantastic now you've put scallops done anyway is there is there a particular favorite way well i was going to ask you how for me i'm all i've always been intrigued by food yeah um you know traveling the world the intricacies how it's all put together so i was going to ask you um with you being a brilliant chef how would you what would you have them with would you have them plain and simple or with lots of different ingredients? No, always not many ingredients. Um, and like I said, I I love them both ways. So I love them if you have them in a like a, a nigiri way, you know, like with sushi. Yes. Uh, over rice, just that with some uh, with some pickled ginger or some wasabi or some really amazing soy like that. F- absolutely fantastic. Um, I had them most recently, you know, where it was just... Three really large scallops with a lemon butter and caper sauce. So very right. simple. Yeah, just re- and that's that's kind of like my absolute favourite way. Right now at the restaurant, you know, we serve them in two ways. So we give you like a roasted one, and with it this type of season we're in now with pumpkin. So we make like an amazing like pumpkin brodo, which is like a ham stock lovely sauce. We serve them raw with some um, little bit of horseradish. So kind of flavours like that work really really well with them. Uh, I love them as well. Like scallop and potato is right, okay. beautiful. Like just like some nice sautéed potatoes with some nice like seared scallops is absolutely delicious. They work brilliantly with like mayonnaise and stuff. So yeah, I mean the the list is the list is endless. Uh, if I'm going to pick a dish, if I'm going to pick a dish for your dinner party, I think I would choose. Roasted, roasted nicely on the top. Underneath, just still quite, quite translucent, you know. So roasted beautifully, and then, yeah, like a really nice, like lemon, lemon butter chive sauce. Stop it! It sounds delicious. Yeah, I, I, it's, I it's, mean, I've had it with minted pea mash quite, quite regular in some restaurants. Yeah, and black pudding. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they also they 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 they're really versatile. They can really work with like meaty things. Um, I used to love scallops with like things like black pudding and stuff, and I sort of still I still do. But I think as I've I've kind of I suppose like anything with your career, you kind of like sort of mature and like evolve. look at evolve and stuff yeah. like that. And I think I probably enjoy them the most with the least ingredients and that. But it's it's when I saw it there, I was I was inspired because it's my absolute. It's one of my top yeah, ingredients. It's, it's, it's my fit. If we go to a restaurant, which, you know, again, we, we eat out quite a little bit. Yeah. If scallops on the menu, that is me. That's what you're going yeah. for. Or, or every day. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful. Okay. So we're going to go beautiful roasted scallops with a lemon butter caper sauce. Yes. Happy? Yes. Excellent. Absolutely. What would you like to drink with that? French martini. Lovely. I've just started Lovely. making French martinis myself, so um, I've got the boys round in a couple of weeks yeah. um, in Bottoms Up Bar, 
Uh, we had a bar built. Tell us about Bottoms Up Bar. Well, we had we had a bar built during lockdown. Um, uh, it was trending uh, around um, our area, so we thought, you know what, we'll we'll have a have a little bar. So we've got a cedar clad bar. We've got a proper bar area. We collect our gins. Yeah. Wherever we go, we'll buy a bottle of gin. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm not I'm not picturing myself in a great light here. It's like I'm a proper pisshead. Dr- yeah. <laughs> pretty much, doesn't it? <laughs> you, yeah, you said it, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> um, and bottom, obviously, with side bottom, you know, it's it's not a name that springs to mind. Side bottom, um, so bottoms up, so yeah. bottoms up bar. Yeah. Um, so I had it locked down, and and the boys are coming round, and um, French martinis. I've just started making them; they're delicious. Yeah, they are. They are nice. I like it. Great start as well, especially with your with your guests and that. Like that is a good party start. You like it? I like it. I love Fantastic. it. Fantastic. Now, this podcast is also about music, um, yep. and we want to like kick things off with uh, a brilliant playlist. Who are we kicking it off with? So I've gone Usher. Yeah. So just just because I grew up, my mum um, loved Otis Redding and Etta James, Aretha Franklin. Yeah. Um, so I, I sort of grew up with a soul, hip hop, R and B. Um, so I that's kind of my. Uh, music taste if I was to go to a, a mu- R&B or hip hop so I've gone Usher yeah 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 and again that's getting the party started isn't it that starting is- early yeah definitely hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Main course. Yep, so main course, this, again, if it's on the menu, I, I just go for it every time. And, and my wife is saying, Maddie's like, they've got belly pork. So <laughs> belly pork with the crackliest crackling ever, please, would yeah. just be sensational. Do you cook, do you cook it at home? Um, no, I don't cook. I mean, I do a roast dinner, yeah. Yorkshire puddings. Again, yeah. Gary Rhodes's yeah. uh, Yorkshire puddings I do, which yeah. I'm a dab hand at now and I, I love. You know, I do I do like being in the kitchen. I, yeah. I wouldn't say I'm I'm amazing, but I do love my food. And again, with travelling the world and um, all different mixes, you know, spices and Sri Lanka, Bangladesh, Pakistan, different kinds of heats. Yeah. 
um, and then Thailand. And so I've been very, very fortunate. But yes, I would say the belly pork with crackling. But yeah. I love being in the kitchen because I, yeah. I grew up, believe it or not, my, my father, he's very, very old school, probably like yours. We chatted before, didn't yeah. we? And my dad's just pork pie and mushy peas and, yeah. and very simplistic. Yeah, he'll, he'll put a rake of butter on, on a slice of bread. Yeah. But my grandma used to walk, she's from Barnsley, and she used to walk three miles to the market. And she, I used to go with her. Yeah. And it was just seeing the produce and the array of colours um, and then she'd go to the butchers and get her meats and then, you know, she'd get pork pies and, and the ploughman's ready for having guests round at the weekend and, and she'd walk three miles back. And I just remember the smells and the taste and it was like a million degrees in the kitchen as well with all the pans that were going and the roast, you know, the roast beef or the whatever roast dinner it was. Yeah. So for me, I mean, I remember that fondly, absolutely loved it and she loved baking and my other grandma loved her pies um, so she used to let me have the, dip the flour in, you know, the crust and, and get it, you know, do it with the flour, work with the flour and she'd have, you know, whatever, meat and potato pie, steak and kidney pie. So, yeah, fond, fond memories of both grandparents, you know, loving cooking and being in and around them cooking and, and watching them love it and enjoy, you know, working with food and, yeah. and different, you know, different all different sort of foods and, and veggies and, and whatever. I loved it, absolutely loved it. I, I do too. I mean, as a chef, I'm, I'm going to, you know, te chefs tend to like cuts like this over the more prime cuts. So, like, you know, in the world of beef, you'll always find chefs will always kind of lean more towards sort of like ribeye than they would fillet. And it's a bit like pork, pork... You know, there's a thing where, you know, at the end of the day, fat is flavour, especially when you're buying the kind of pork that you we now get in the UK. Brilliant free range, you know, like the farming in the UK is world class. The, you know, pigs have had a great life. And I love belly pork because I love that ratio of like protein to fat and... You know, there's two there's two ways of you know there's two ways of doing it. You got the Sunday roast way. There's a bit there's a bit of a process at the beginning, but you know, if you're having it as a treat, I really feel it's worth say like on the Saturday or even the Friday. You know, on the Friday, brine it. It's not a big job. We're talking water, salt. So like to for a liter of water, say 100 grams of salt. Some nice herbs like thyme, bay leaf, rosemary, a little bit of star anise, some peppercorns, like put that into the brine and then just leave the belly in there overnight, right? So for about a good sort of 12 hours. But what that does, believe it or not, it's actually the salt content is curing the meat slightly. It's removing any excess moisture. Then take it out of the brine on the Saturday and then just literally pat it dry and just leave it open air like in your fridge and let the fridge just dry it out which sounds a bit like you know sounds a bit mad because people kind of think oh i can't get the crackling right i've cooked it but i can't get crackling and the reason is is because there's so much moisture still in the meat uh, and by putting okay. it in the fridge like that you're just really drying it out and then for me just what we call a trivet but just red onions white onions like peeled cut into quarters, some sage, some thyme, loads of garlic, sit the belly of pork on top of that, tin foil it, little bit of stock in there, little glug of cider or some white Excellent. wine in there. And then what happens is <laughs> on a, like, a low temperature, about 120, 130, let that cook for about an hour and a half, two hours, okay? Or until you put a knife through it and it kind of goes through it nice and easy. Then take the tin foil off and then turn up the heat Take the belly out, and then that's when you'll get the most unbelievable crackling. crackling. 
and turn your oven up like really, really high because it won't overcook the pork because it's like a shock of heat that will then just puff up the crackling. And yeah, and the, the bit that I love the most out of that, as much as I love the pork, the bit I love more is that trivet of onions. Take them out. Yeah. Let them just sit in a colander, like so, like, and don't waste any of that. All that juices, you turn that, that's what you make your gravy with. So you're wasting nothing. And then just in a nice frying pan, like like dry frying pan, just fry off them soft onions with that roast pork. Then this type of party, immense. you know, we got some, we got some, you know, we got, you know, we got Gordon Ramsay there, you know, uh-huh. we got we got Gino no there, we got Fred there, and that. And then, you know. Which I know people like that. They'll just want. They just want nice, beautiful food, and it's just bowls of beautiful roast potatoes, cabbage, some nice greens. You know, yeah, like, just hearty, nice, yeah. hearty, warm. Everyone passing food, passing the food round, passing yeah. the food round the table. Proper nice bowl of apple sauce. Yes, like really, really nice apple sauce. Like quick recipe for that. You know, just Bramley apples. And then use when English apples are in season. Bramleys are available all year round, but I really encourage people right now. English apple season's in full effect. We've got like over a thousand varieties in the UK, but go for something like a Cox Pippin. So slice up the Bramley really, really thinly, peel it, little bit of cider, some thyme. That'll kind of cook down and go to a like a puree of mush quite quickly, and then tiny little bit of um, honey in there. All right, so get sweetness from other things, things that are more natural rather than just refined white sugar. Um, or like if you've got some maple syrup at home, amazing, like really delicious. So it's sweetening it up with, with rather than just using refined sugar. Um, and then the Cox Pippin or the Granny Smith, just cut that up into like a into like a dice. And once the puree is done, just fold that in. So when you're eating it, you've got the, like this apple sauce, but like texture of like this lovely apple in there as well crunch yeah and sounds delightful feast i mean i was gonna ask you paul about like produce english produce is that what you just solely want to use because i know there's always talk about bringing it in from other countries yeah now chefs are they more orientated or going towards English homegrown using their own our own homegrown produce definitely you know in the last in the last few not the last few years or the last 15 years you know we've we've obviously now become you know one of the one of the best countries in the world we're up there with the greats you know with the you know the french the italians and like the you know also the nordic countries are fantastic for food spain all of that you know we are we are also doing amazing things so well, then what that breeds is then beautiful artisanal suppliers you know so people making brilliant flour or farmers producing brilliant vegetables brilliant fruits and stuff but I think what we've always tried to do in Cornwall is always showcase the best we can. And we're very lucky that so much of the best can come from Cornwall, um, can come from outside of Cornwall. But that doesn't mean to say that if we want to do a dish and it has to come a bit further, we believe that that's, we're going to create something very unique and it can be the best it can be. That's always the most important thing. We'll never have something on the menu just to say it's come from Mrs. Dingle's farm two mile up the road. I've just made up Mrs. Dingle, by Mrs. the way. Mrs. Dingle's off Emma yeah, Hill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, but so it's just that rule it's just that rule of thumb of like wanting it to be, you yeah. know, wanting to just like serve that, you know, serve the best. And sometimes with creativity, you kind of go, I really want to do that dish and you might 
but also now with you know with Brexit and everything, you know, it's certainly you know it's certainly made people think so much more about like buying you know buying British you know more than ever, which is a which is a brilliant thing in my industry. Um, but you know, you still got to get wines from France and Italy and places like that. So yeah, it's uh, it, it's it's a very very exciting time. Like the best time ever, I feel in in hospitality and catering yeah. for for the UK, without a doubt. Well, I just remember fondly again my grandma just going down and and the market being vibrant and yeah. busy and packed and just yeah the colours and and the noise and everyone you know homegrown produce and that that is what I, what I love. I, yeah. I just enjoyed you know I was fascinated by that. Yeah, yeah, no, amazing, amazing. Uh, what were we what were we having to drink, Ryan? Well. Um, I love my red wine. Um, Shiraz is is my all time favourite. Yeah. I love a little bit of spice. Yeah. Um, so I've gone Penfold Shiraz or any Aussie red. Yeah. Any Aussie red. Lovely. Great. Great choice. Yeah. Yeah. With belly pork. I think it kind of it does. The combination work. goes yeah. well together, doesn't it? It's old hat to just think that white wine goes with you know fish and chicken, and red wine only goes with red meats. It's not at all. It's no? not at all. So no, great choice. Thank you very much. Next track. Next track. Well, I um, um, I love Sex Education. Have you watched it on Netflix? I haven't. It's brilliant, but the soundtrack is amazing. Yeah. And again, I love my music, all, all types of music. So I've gone Joro by Wizkid. Awesome. Awesome. Which is quite dancey. Get yeah. Up. Um, we're having it already. We, we we were having it at the starter, weren't we? <laughs> yeah, yeah, clothes are off. <laughs> Again. <laughs> oh, brilliant. I love how desperate Ryan is to get naked at this party. Oh, <laughs> Be naked attraction next. <laughs> now, moving, moving on to desserts. Very posh. Yeah, I... I'm a big dessert fan, I think. Yeah. When you're a professional cricketer, you need energy. So I'm a big chocolate fan, fizzy drinks, anything sweet, um, just to get that sugar intake um, to give you energy when you're bowling. So I've gone different and yeah. assiette of desserts. So I've yeah. gone creme brulee, yeah. sticky toffee pudding, which I absolutely love, yeah. and pavlova. Beautiful. Just classics, three classics, all on one plate. Uh, delightful. I don't think you get much better than that. Uh, I agree. Um, I, look, you've chose three classics. There's nothing there. There's nothing there to show. I too love a proper nice vanilla creme brulee. Love it. Absolutely love it. Sticky toffee pudding. Um, Can't go wrong, can you? Uh, really? Yeah. We 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 do one. We do one for when the guests arrive. We've got a we've got a little boutique hotel called Padso Townhouse. And when the guests arrive, there's two sticky Padsworth toffee. Padsworth Townhouse. Padsworth Townhouse. Uh-huh. Ryan. Correct. Ryan. I knew, I knew before I met you I'd love you. Thank you. And uh, so when you arrive in the room, there's two freshly baked sticky toffee puddings waiting for you. But we put a load, we chop a load of Cornish fudge through it. So I mean, if it wasn't already naughty enough, mm-hmm. it's got Cornish That's fudge ultra oozing naughty. through it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm definitely getting naked now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And then, uh, and then pavlova. Any particular flavour on pavlova? Is there a certain fruit you love? Raspberries, strawberries, yeah, yeah. fresh, lots of fresh fruit. Yeah, probably beautiful. those two. Raspberries, probably yeah. my my fave. Lovely, nice. Yeah, well, again, pavlova. Nothing to. Thing I love about pavlova is that crunchy meringue, then just like that lovely thick 
cream. Oh, and then and a that, little uh, bit of chew as well. I yeah, love the chewy yeah, yeah. A nice marshmallowy like yes. centre. Oh, yeah. It's delicious, isn't it? <laughs> oh, dear. Now, I love this drink. I, too, love this next drink. Um, even the even the combination that you've picked. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. So, again, gin bar at home. Very lucky. Yeah. So I've gone gin bar yeah. with pink grapefruit. Yeah. So a dash. Yeah. Um, a squeeze of pink grapefruit yeah. and then also a slice of pink grapefruit with Mediterranean tonic. It is with <laughs> loads of ice. Agree more. It's refreshing, just what you need at the end of the night with yeah. a dessert. So it's fantastic. I love this drink. Yeah, um, I really do. do. I do. And I love the pink grapefruit. It's beautiful. Yeah, good choice. They're sort of free, rich desserts. So, yeah, good choice there, Ryan. Well, I think just, uh, again, cricket, we... You know, although everyone talks about cucumber sandwiches, yeah. You, when I first started playing, it was stodge. It was literally big bowls of pasta just slopped on your plate with beans and toast. It was just, it wasn't great. Yeah. And um, but it was anything energy-wise. So the big talk was like pasta wasn't. You need carbohydrates and energy for bowling. So yeah, now I, I do like my big hearty, heavy yeah. desserts at yeah. the end, yeah. which just taste delicious. Now, the next bit, right, so when I read this, this song, I was like, okay, mm-hmm. right, yeah, right, fair, fair enough. Obviously, meeting you, you're very handsome. Thank you very much. Um, you keep <laughs> you keep sort of making, looking over at me when you talk about getting naked. Um, so take it away, Ryan. What is, what's, what, what's the track that we're ending with? <laughs> so obviously when the dessert's gone down and you're feeling a bit sleepy and a bit tired, I yeah. think, boys to men, I'll make love to you. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? Like... Or, or you just go to sleep. <laughs> nah. Because no... you're too tired, there's, there's no love making nah, at all. No, no, no. I don't think anyone goes to sleep at yours and Maddie's place. I, tell you, I could just tell. <laughs> like... No, I only go to sleep when Maddie's gone to sleep. <laughs> Brilliant. I'll make love to you, boys to men. Yeah. Nice. I, I've seen them in concert. I, yeah. I love, you know, again, growing up with, with hip-hop and, and soulful voices, you know, with my mum. Um, boys to men, I've seen them in concert, love them. Um, so it had to be boys to men, I'll make love to Yeah, you. yeah. That just, I know you can relate to this. We were obviously chatting about our dads and my dad being like, you know, real strict, like, Lan- like Lancastrian guy. And whenever I think to boys to men, so my sister was always listening to boys to men and Destiny's Child and that. And I just remember him one day saying, like, it was, I think it was like, I'll make love to you. And he just, like, he just said blunt, bluntly to me, he's like, I tell you what, if I hear them bunch of tossers harmonising one more time, he like... I think mine and your dad would probably get on very well because my dad's very blunt as well and he just yeah. tells you how it is. He's yeah. like, turn that rubbish off, he's a load of crap. Yeah, and I just remember like seeing the video, just seeing these like these guys, right, really giving it, like really giving it their all to their craft, and just my dad calling them a bunch of tossers, <laughs> harmonising. <laughs> Quite fitting. Oh dear, brilliant. And finally, uh, we're you, you've added a little cheeky extra in it, and I like it. Yeah. I've gone cheese and biscuits. Brilliant. Love, love cheese and biscuits. Yeah. I don't like goat's cheese. Yeah. Bit too strong for me. Yeah. And smelly cheese, like blue cheese, but I love brie and camembert. Yeah. Um, so I've gone cheese and biscuits with um, a Taylor's vintage port. Yeah. A small glass, a little bit of a tipple, just to top off the night. Yeah, fantastic. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Now, Ryan... 
gonna ask you, like, in as you know, like, uh, I know you love eating out and eating in, you know, beautiful Michelin star restaurants. And obviously, a Michelin star is such a, an amazing award that all us chefs absolutely strive for. But if you were awarding a Michelin star to a musician or an artist, who would it be? It would have to be Tracy Chapman. Um, again, beautiful voice, you know, amazing artist. Um, you know, sings live all the time. And um, not a lot of people know this, but I lived in South Africa for two years. Right. Um, my dad loved Tracy Chapman. Um, and it was during the apartheid and, and thing, you know, the, the blacks and whites in, in South Africa. And I lived over there for two years with my mum while my dad came back to play county cricket over here. And we had such a great time. And, and it was just listening to Tracy Chapman and her music and um, what it relates and, and, you know, the lyrics that she was singing. So yeah. Tracy Chapman would definitely get a Michelin star from me. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. Um, right, and if I did this podcast and was yeah answering these questions i love tracy chapman so not just as in i love tracy chapman give me one reason would be in one of the dishes like it's one of if not my favorite song of all time tune tune is it it's It's amazing even talking about like hair it makes the hair stand up on the back of my neck i love that track so much the guitar at the start yeah isn't it yeah yeah what a song Ryan, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you very much. Really, really enjoyed that. I hope you have too. I've had a great time. Thank no, you. Thank you so much for coming on. And yeah, I hope you've enjoyed it, mate. Thank you, I have. Thank you. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. 